You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 199. You know, calling the buyers rather than just hitting people, you know, through social media, I think Mm -hmm. is one of those like super important things, especially when you have a deal. Like you just don't, you don't stop calling until you just literally run out of time and have to show up at the inspection. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Hey, welcome to another episode of Wholesaling Inc., the number one real estate wholesaling podcast. And I just wanted to jump in here real quick and give you a reminder, a very important reminder, that our Wholesaling Summit is coming up fast and you absolutely don't want to miss this event. The event is happening on October 15th, 16th, and 17th, and will be hosted in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. But why? Why is it so important that you attend this event? That's a great question, and I'm going to tell you right now. We are going to be sharing the most cutting-edge wholesaling strategies. I'm talking about things that are working right now, so you can immediately implement these things into your business and start making more money the moment you leave the event. Some of the most successful real estate investors in the country will be going deep on everything they're doing in their business right now and will be giving it to you so you can explode your business. Yes, we are not holding anything back here. You'll get to learn from and actually meet and network with some of the biggest names in the industry and pick their brains. How awesome is that? So to get your tickets now, go to www.wholesalinginksummit.com. Again, that is www.wholesalinginksummit.com. And for the first time ever, this event is open to the general public. So it's not just for tribe members this time around, but you need to hurry. There are only a limited amount of seats available and we are almost sold out. So www.wholesalinginksummit.com and we'll see you there. Welcome to another episode here at Wholesaling Inc. My name is Cody Hoffine. I'll be hosting today's podcast episode. And for those that might be just listening to us for the first time and wondering what is wholesaling, who is Wholesaling Inc., who is Cody Hoffine, who's Tom Kroll, let me tell you a little easy way of saying what we're going to be talking about and what this podcast is about. So for those of you new to this, welcome. We're excited that you're part of Rhino Nation and listening to this podcast. But wholesaling and wholesaling real estate is really all we're going to be talking about. And we want to deliver value so that you can go out and take action. Now, wholesaling is just simply the art of finding deeply discounted properties that you can then turn for huge profits. And we're going to talk about some of those ways of how, once you find the actual discounted property, how you can actually turn it for a profit. And so today we have some of our Rhino Tribe members that have gone through our coaching program. They've been just absolutely killing it. They're in the education field. They're both teachers. And so we have Brian and Misty Pistone in uh, Medford Lakes, New Jersey. And these guys are awesome. You're going to love it. You're going to hear it in their voice that they're just humble individuals that are just out there trying to do good. And so we'll bring them on and start talking about how they just recently did a deal that paid them a lot of money, which is super, super exciting. And this should motivate you and inspire you guys to let you know 
that you can do it too. So get out a pad of paper, get a pen or a pencil, and get ready to jot down some notes, jot down some golden nuggets that they're going to share with you of how you can go out there and find a deeply discounted property and how you can turn it for huge profits. So Brian and Misty, how in the heck are you two doing? Hi, Cody. We're great. We're excited to be here. Cody, how you doing, bud? I am doing excellent. How long ago? I got to say, because this is not a very long time. How long have you been wholesaling? When did you actually join the tribe? We joined the, the tribe in December and our first mailing started in February. Okay. So you joined the tribe December 2017. Here we are now in August 2018. You're going through building the foundation, doing everything you need to do. You sent out your first marketing in February. Kind of give us a scoop from February till now and, and then just in general, how many wholesale deals have you done since you joined the tribe? And then let's go right to the meat and potatoes and we'll talk about this most recent deal where it's been just a huge win for you and your family. Okay, great. We, we've closed three deals so far um, and we have one in the pipeline. And the deal we're going to talk about was our largest so far. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. Hold those numbers for the end because we want to make this an exciting adventure for everyone that is listening right now. So yeah, awesome. in general, the first two that you closed, how much money were you able to make on the first two deals that you closed combined? It was close to 14000 14000 for those two first deals, which mm -hmm. is already awesome, awesome stuff. And so... Tell me what got you guys into wholesaling. What was it that you were looking for? Why, why did you initially even look to getting into wholesaling? Well, it all started, um, I guess, our investment career. So um, when we found out our uh, daughter was on the way, and I just heard her wake up from a nap. So if we might have her you know, guest starring on the podcast. I would love <laughs> to have her be a guest star. So know that that will not frustrate me one bit. If I hear a little cool. noise in the background, I am honored to have her on. So don't you worry about that. Yeah, that's our Zoe. So uh, yeah, we're, um, you know, we, we started looking into, you know, what was the best way to set her up. And uh, we were kind of in transition with a house that we bought when we first met and kind of got married. And uh, it flooded a lot, but it was, it was this really cool place on a creek. And, um, you know, we, we were kind of mid, like looking for our personal residence and um, a property came up on the market in the place where we were renting at the time. So um, we decided to um, get involved with a renovation project. And then uh, that kind of led us to, you know, the whole real estate path and uh, understanding how much went into the, the renovation work. And I had a little bit of history of uh, doing flip projects before I got into education. It was one of those, what's available in the market. So, you know, we were looking into, you know, what could we do that would be a little bit more passive. So the rental thing was an option and we read everything that we could about the Jack Bogle book and, you know, dollar cost averaging and investing in mutual funds and index, that kind of stuff. So basically we stumbled upon Tom's podcast uh, you know, bigger pockets, that kind of thing. And then Tom, um, Such you know, a good episode, by the way, his early stuff. Him. That's yeah. what everyone, whenever I talk to people, one of the biggest episodes still to this day is everyone's like, I just remember listening to Tom Kroll on bigger pockets. And he was like this, like caffeinated beverage, ready to blow up. He had so much <laughs> energy. <laughs> Amen, brother. Bam. Yes. He's like, bam. And everyone's like, Whoa, what is this guy on? I mean, how many times did Bigger Pockets literally be like, whoa, what did this guy drink? 
<laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you know, it, it was just one of those like we could do this kind of moments, and um, we tried doing it and getting it like going on our own. So um, you know, we got podio set up, and I did my own yellow letter and sent out a, a very like thirty piece campaign that I printed on my own computer and actually got like a very good response and, you know, almost got a deal out of it. And it was just, we weren't quite sure what to do. So, yeah. you know, we, we needed the, the help. We needed the system, the guidance a little bit more. And somewhere along the line in there too, um, we decided it, it was important for one of us to get a, a real estate license because we were looking at a lot of properties at the time and driving Misty's brother crazy because he was our agent at the time. <laughs> All so, right, your uh, family, but I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just lots of driving, and that kind of took us away from the wholesaling idea for a little while. We tried, you know, traditional real estate market stuff and uh, spent some money on advertising and that kind of thing. But ultimately, we came back to wholesaling and like, let's join the tribe. Let's let's rock and roll. Let's see what we can do. I love it. Well, let's go right to the meat and potatoes. Now we have a little history of what's going on and why I ask for a little bit of history while you're doing that is there's so many people listening right now that this story will resonate with and they might be talking to a teacher out there that's looking for a way to how do we get more passive? How do we get some income over and above what we're making as a teacher? And ultimately, let me uh, ask one more question before we get right to uh, this deal. Is this something that in the future you're ultimately trying to do full time or is this something that, you know what, it's just a great side gig we love. And I'm not saying you'll never love or not hate being a teacher, but is it that you you love what you do in education and ultimately you want to stay there and do this on the side? What does that look like? I think we're looking to eventually get into it full time once Zoe gets a little bit older so that we can, you know, also open up more opportunity to be with her as well. So nice. Well, perfect. Well, let's go right into it. So whoever wants to take the lead on the first beginning part, you guys can kind of determine that. But ultimately, (laughs) let's go right to the meat and potato of this podcast. And let's help individuals understand what it is about wholesaling, how you were able to maybe get your phone start ringing, what was your marketing that you were doing to get your phone to ring to come across this deal. So let's start right from the beginning. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's a process um, that you're looking to get buyers first. So, you know, we, we did most of our buyer stuff through Facebook and, uh, that's actually one of the little gold nuggets that we wanted to talk about today, you know, calling the buyers rather than just hitting people, you know, through social media, I think Mm -hmm. is one of those like super important things, especially when you have a deal, like you just don't, you don't stop calling until you just literally run out of time and have to show up at the inspection. Um, it's one of those, you know, when you're first getting started, the disposition side, you know, selling the contract. And once you have something under contract, get buyers first. So that was something that we started out with. And then we got tax delinquent list up and running. So what is a tax delinquent list to help break it down even more granular? What is tax delinquent mean? If I'm on a tax delinquent list, what does that mean? So basically we're sending mail to anyone who has a late bill with their township in New Jersey. So, um, you can send to everybody on the list. But if, if you're over $100 for either your water or sewer and your taxes, there's a report that you can request. And we take that report from about 60 different townships, uh-huh. compile a list. Uh, as soon as we started the course, we kind of got up and running with a VA right away. The VA would send the emails out to the townships. Townships would respond with what we request. And, um, you know, we would oversee that process and just make sure that, you know, we can get the list ready 
for specific okay. timings and mailings. And then, uh, yeah, we compiled a list of about 16,000. And then people that are delinquent on taxes or some sort of bill that they owe to the township or city or county or municipality. Correct. Okay. And then um, we went with kind of the tribe's method of uh, break that list down and mailing weekly. So we were around like 2,000 to 2,500 mail pieces. And another little thing we learned, a big thing we learned in the middle of all that is um, in order to stay consistent, it, it really helps to, to deliver the whole list up front and then let the mail company break it down and, and you know, constantly do the work for you so that you don't miss. So we're, smart. The whole yeah. We're going to capitalize on this for two seconds. There are two things worth writing down already if you haven't already. First and foremost is that they are sending out their mailers. They're sending out their marketing weekly, not just blasting it all out in one time and one like the first of the month and then just sitting there and then they're doing it weekly. So it has consistent action tied to it, consistently on the phone, consistently on appointments, consistently getting contracts, consistently getting paid. And it starts by consistently marketing weekly. The second thing is what they just said was having the mailhouse kind of use leverage them. So instead of saying, okay, every week I've got to call this person and and send out my next set of mail. No, here's my list of 16,000. I want this divided by eight and I want the equal amount going out over the next eight weeks and let them manage it. So those are two huge gold nuggets that I'm already writing down, looking at and saying, holy smokes, that's good stuff right now for people to be listening to and writing down. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the, been the system and, you know, it led to the, the first couple deals and that gave us the momentum and kind of the confidence to, to keep on trucking. And by the way, the forum with Bill Rather, I mean, Priceless. getting, getting <laughs> the, you know, the years of experience and my goodness, it's like instant. I don't know how the guy can run his business and, and also do what he does on that forum, but he, you know, he's right back to you as soon as you got a question. So, um, yeah, we definitely leveraged that often, like daily. That's almost. crucial. That is crucial. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, it's the speed of implementation. It's not that the fact that you just go in there and ask a question, but that you have a true go-giver, a true abundant mindset individual that is there willing and ready to answer that question super quick. It's like you said, it's not long before Bill's back on there and he's assisting in helping you guys or leading you to other posts that have been in there from a past question that me and Tom have responded to. The guy is an absolute rock star. Love Bill Rafter and everyone that uh, comes into the tribe ends up loving, loving Bill Rafter. Yeah, I mean, if you get the right Lao Tzu wage war with a multitude of, uh, I butcher quotes all the time. My my students hey, laugh at me. It's um, all right. A multitude of counselors. Yeah. So like, you know, having a good attorney, having an accountant, having you guys, like anytime there's like process related things, like, you know, we just we're humble enough to know that we don't know everything and we're honest. And when we meet with folks, it's just, you know, well, we don't know, but we're going to look into it and we're going to get right back to you on that. And then Bill or somebody will have an answer within a couple minutes. So, you know, it's one of those situations that when you don't know, you know, you're honest about it and you find out what's the best solution for your customers. Well, and, and Brian and Misty, something that's crucial that I want to say about you two that has helped lead to your success is the fact that you're humble enough to admit you don't know everything. But second of all, being such amazing individuals that people want to connect with you. And what I mean by that is 
that you're able to instantly connect with so many tribe members and everyone's like, man, that is a couple. If they ever need help, I will help them in two seconds. So people instantly have fallen in love with you two. And it's awesome to see how a community of people with the same goal, being successful as wholesalers, how that plays such a big part in everyone that's part of the tribe's lives. It's not just me and Tom. It's not just the coaches. It's how can I connect myself with as, as many successful people so that we're really highlighting what is one of our favorite quotes. And I'll, uh, hopefully I don't butcher this one, Brian. Here we go. This is, uh, <laughs> no, I shouldn't. This is uh, my man, Jim Rohn. He always says you're the average of the five closest individuals you hang out with. And so it's crucial that you have a power five surrounded around you that are people that are already at the destination that you want to be at, that it's not just people that just want to wholesale, but it's people that are already in the destination. And as you connect with these individuals like you two have, the likelihood of you becoming them goes through the roof. Yeah. I mean, it's just been, you know, when you show up at a RIA meeting and there's somebody that's in the tribe, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, you so know, and go for it. I'd say, so you're talking about sending out this list to tax delinquent. You've sent out, and I'm assuming you, you're sending out just a postcard to these individuals. What is the marketing piece you're using when you were sending it out? It was just the white postcard that the tribe recommends. Um, Perfect. You know, the, the Christopher Modern Postcard, he's a rock star. And um, you deliver the list, the list gets printed, the print gets sent. And then um, we're talking with folks on the phone, you know, two to three folks a day for hot and heavy. At, at 2000, we were getting, what would you say, Miss? I think it ranged. The, the first mail piece, we were getting hit hard with calls. But then by the time we were on our third mailing to the same list, it started to decrease in the amount of calls we were getting. But the motivation, the people calling was higher. That's correct. I love that. That is such good knowledge for each one of you to think about is if you're going to do this, don't just dabble in it one times or two times or three times, but make sure you're committed to it because they got a ton of phone calls the first time around, not as high as motivation. But the longer they stayed consistent, the less phone calls they got, but the more motivation behind the phone calls that they received as well. So that is such a key point that I'm so glad you uh, touched on, Misty. Yeah, and that's when this deal came in. Was that? Yeah. Was it the second mailing? I think it was received? the second round, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's fire away. So this person calls in and... What does the conversation sound like and how were you able to recognize, man, there's some motivation behind this? So this one was actually a small fire. And, okay. um, you know, we hadn't dealt with the situation that before. To be tax delinquent as well? I mean, yes. that's the, okay. That's the, that's the only list we, well, you know, we're doubling our marketing and getting into a lot of other lists, you know, as we speak. Yeah. But we, yeah, we, you know, up until right about now, we're, we're still mailing that tax delinquent list. So yeah, it's, it was one where, you know, we, we didn't quite know what to do. So we knew that he was tired and done with it. He bought it for his son. There was a small fire and, um, you know, they had it gutted. The son started doing some of the project, but then he left and, he, and uh, I guess the house was just vacant. So, um, we decided to, you know, set up an appointment. The motivation was pretty clear right off the bat that he was interested in selling and, um, Price, we, we didn't really talk about price at all, aside from knowing that he had a little bit of equity. And then um, we went over there and 
we didn't actually sign contract on the appointment. So what happened was when we got to the property, there was, um, from doing some of the remodeling work that I've done, there was some asbestos. So, um, I wasn't quite sure how to structure moving ahead aside from knowing that we needed to get it at a good price. So they knew it as well. And, you know, I said, why don't I do a little bit of research on this? But we, we did agree upon a price at the time. So we said, you know, with these variables, we would be able to do 45. And um, we kind of left that situation where he wanted to see what we could find about the asbestos and also look into contract wise if, if everything was okay on his end. Yeah. So, yep. you know, I know all the other deals that we've had uh, a couple contracts now and, you know, we've gotten them signed on the spot. So this wasn't typical for us, but, you know, we said, okay, well, we'll look into it. It was one of those, we didn't know what to do. So we didn't feel comfortable signing the contract at the time. And, um, once we did look into the asbestos situation, I was concerned with the insulation and like the cost of it, but it, it turns out that I don't think the insulation had the asbestos. It was just the floor tile. Uh-huh. So it was one where we, you know, we got back to them, but this is kind of where, you know, I think another one of the gold nuggets that we hear all the time and, you know, you hear it over and over again, the, the persistence, it was one of those where not getting a contract signed there, it, it's not the best of situations. So um, we were following up pretty good. And it turns out that, I don't know if it was a phone system thing, like, you know, call rail or text messaging or what, but he wasn't really getting the correspondence as far as we knew. So, uh, it was probably like two weeks of calls back and forth, you know, before we got an answer and it ended up being email. So we got his email the day we set up the appointment. We figured out in call rail how to send a confirmation email as soon as you book the appointment and a confirmation text message right away. So it was, uh, we had his email and we were able to follow up with him and um, it turned into a situation where he was okay with the price and um, he wanted to meet up and sign the contract. So, you know, we let him know that the asbestos situation wasn't that wasn't going to be a problem and we were okay with the price and we met up and then we had uh, the property under contract. Under contract. So you put under contract 45000 and you're walking out of there knowing that you found a way that would make a win for him, a win for you, and now hopefully find a win where you can either simply assign this contract where you sell the rights to the contract to buy that house to an individual, uh, someone that wants to fix and flip it, or just buy it yourself with transactional funding and uh, then sell it to a cash buyer or maybe to even a retail buyer. But let's go from there. So you have this homeowner contract. What did you do? Right. So you know, we immediately went to um, MailChimp and uh, drew up our mail blast. So at the time, we have somewhere around 400 buyers. And um, and we also send out a call fire text message blast to the same list, those that we have their phone number. You know, the MailChimp's actually a little larger. We have more emails than phone. But, um, you know, right from the get-go, we, we knew that it was going to be something that we were going to assign or actually, you know, double close in this instance. Um, when we were talking with the homeowner, you know, we, we let them know that we have a very honest conversation when we meet with folks. Um, we let them know, you know, that this is the type of rental property that we're interested in renovating and then renting. And it's only in this, these certain areas. 
you know, this specific property didn't quite fit that. So we would most likely be assigning the contract and having somebody renovate the project. And they were fine with that. And then, um, we went ahead and, um, had a ton of calls and scheduled an inspection day. And, um, the inspection actually wasn't as heavy as we thought, but everybody got there early and everybody saw each other. And then, you know, it was, um, it ended up being somebody who was a real estate agent and had a buyer that, uh, wanted to buy. And so here you have, uh, individuals here, they're interested in buying the contract so they can purchase the home. Or at this case, you're going to do a double close. So purchasing the home. So with that, what did you ultimately, you had it under contract at 45. What did you end up selling this contract for or selling the home for? So we agreed because there was uh, a bit of um, bidding going on. And, you know, basically it's just highest and best by this time. And we take the highest and best. So, um, you know, it wasn't like a back and forth at all. It was just, you know, there's good stuff coming in. And it ended up going at 75. $75,000. Now, you said there's a double close. So there's going to be a little bit of closing cost involved with that. After that was said and done, what did you make on this deal? $27,300. $27,300. Okay, guys. Now, I told you and I warned you before we got onto this. My victory bell is not with me on this <laughs> office. We're in the middle of moving to a new office. And uh, you're going to have to hear this one manually. Ding, 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 ding. So here we have Brian and Misty working hard to hear a manual victory bell. And here they made $27,300. Guys, this is game changing. And there's so many people listening to this, like wondering, is this real? Yes, it is. This is living proof. That's why we don't share our story. We share other people's stories so they can come on and inspire you and motivate you. Like, no, this is real. What's beautiful about this, you two, is the fact that this can be bigger than most people's salary. This can be in, in the educational field. It's not far and hard to believe that this one deal could pay more than a whole year's salary as uh, someone in the educational field. And so what did this do for you when you saw something this big, this great? What took place in your mind? Like what was the afterthought after all this happened? It's pretty game changing, you know, like we knew that we were on to something and the system works and we put in a lot of energy to make sure that everything was um, working well. Like, you know, the contracts, attorney, the marketing system. But, you know, once you get that one deal and the validation that it's going to work at this magnitude and that you can replicate it, you know, I have, to, I have to give Todd a shout out, Todd Tobeck. I don't know if it was his coaching call where he talked about it or if it was one of his podcasts, but ahead of these, I say two deals, we have the one in the pipeline is going to be about as big. You have to set your expectations pretty high, you know, in order to get to this level. So, you know, I think initially we were at like the 10,000 expectation is what we would make per deal. And, um, you know, listening to him talk about it, it just made sense that, you know, you really need to turn that number up a little bit. So, as soon as we started expecting 20, we ended up with 30. So it was one of those, you know, expectation mindset things that really one little tweak. And like, there's so many of those moments in the tribe, either on the forum or especially on the coaching calls where everybody's kind of in the same boat and you hear like what problem, everybody's got the same, you know, stuff going on. 
but you get one little thing that you can implement and, you know, it turns into a big thing. You know, the biggest thing is it opens up like that. It just, I hear you say it all the time and, you know, all the folks in the tribe know it. It's, you know, one deal, that one phone call that you, like the very next time you pick up the phone, that's the motivation to pick up the phone again. You know, as soon as you feel, as soon as you feel like you may not want to make that next phone call or something, whatever it is, that could be that $30,000 moment. Look uh, at a check, pin that check on the wall and look at that. Every time you get depressed or think, man, I can't do this anymore. Look <laughs> up at that check and say, I could be one more phone call away. You're at least one phone call closer every time you do it to getting that same check. I love this. Yes, sir. I love this. So what are you two going to do from here? What does that look like? What is the instructional? What are you going to do with it? Like, here's the 27. I'm going and spending it all to go to Europe, or are you going to be a smart rhino and reinvest this baby back into marketing and turn it up? We turned up our marketing. Definitely. We did, we did some tithing. And then from there we're up in our marketing starting probably tomorrow mail hits. So we're, we're doubling what we're mailing each week now. So, so crucial. I love this gold nugget. It's worth mentioning again. And that is, you said, we pulled out and we paid tithing first. I love this. This is something that will always come back tenfold. It's the law of the harvest. I absolutely love that you do that. And uh, when we involve the man upstairs, he'll make more of us than we can by ourselves. And so I am super proud of you guys for uh, definitely tithing that money and then reinvesting money back into marketing so that you can continue to have more of these deals here in the future. Yeah. Yes. Amen. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, to end, we always end our podcast the same way each and every time. So those of you uh, new to this, we're going to have them mention like a favorite book that's helped them as well as a tip, trick, and gold nugget if they were to start all over again. So get ready for what we're going to ask them. So Brian, Misty, you guys pick who wants to do one or the other or both. But what book was game changing for you as you've been in wholesaling? I actually, uh, you guys prepped us for this, so I actually have quite a few. Is is it okay, or is it just let's one? Let's see. If we can go for, maybe let's go <laughs> one of your favorite and Misty, one of your favorite. Okay. All right. Well, it's got to be the Bible. You know, being deeply honest with yourself and really looking out for others, being a truth teller, truth seeker, you know, it gets your head in your heart, you know, moving in the right direction. And I think... Um, when Zoe was on the way, I got the Uversion Bible app and, and you know, set up a, a year plan and, and read it in under a year. And it was, you know, stories that you hear growing up. But, you know, when you really commit and read and, you know, apply it to business, to, to life, to whatever, I don't know. If, I, don't, I wouldn't say it changed. It, it was something that was already a part of me, you know, us. But um, I think that, you know, when you apply it to business and, and Tom said it on the call the other day. If you're just 100% honest, you're just, you know, you're unstoppable. Like you just have utmost confidence in, in everything that you do. So, so true. So, you know, true. it's, it's been a blessing being in the tribe and, you know, having guidance from the Bible and the tribe is, you know, <laughs> I love it. You can't go wrong. Game I love changer. it. <laughs> yeah. More so from the Bible than us, but I'll give you, I'll give that more credit <laughs> than it will be from us. But yes, great job there. Misty, what book would you recommend? I took to Rich Dad, Poor Dad just because it helped me to really get on board with the understanding of, of the two different perspectives of your, your nine to five and then, you know, starting your own business and what that can lead to. So Robert Kiyosaki nailed that and he, he knew he did because 
I love that he shared what really was true life for him, his rich dad and his poor dad, which he didn't have two dads. It's just his friend's dad that was the rich dad. And his other dad was in education and was the poor dad. And uh, I, I don't know. Now I want to almost ask the question, Misty. Did you guys, did that story even, because it was just like, to me, is more of a story, right? His dad did this. His friend's dad did this. When you saw it from an educational perspective and knew you guys were in the educational field, were you kind of at the same time, did that book really hit home even more so for the two of you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I read it a long time ago and um, it's always been a drive to do the entrepreneurial side of things. I've you know, had a couple of different streams of income set up, you know, through the years. And, um, you know, that, that book is, it's something that it's essential reading for high school students. So like I have an entrepreneurial edge in, in the classes that I teach. And, you know, it's one of those books that I always recommend to my students. Awesome. Now in closing a tip trick or gold nugget, if you had to start all over again, looking back, usually you have a little bit better vision, maybe even 2020 vision. So looking back, if you had to start all over again, you're at the beginning stages, what one tip would you share with the many listeners that are on this podcast right now listening? They're at their beginning stages. What would you share with them? We actually have, I think the, one of the biggest golden nuggets to give is the importance of follow-up. Our two deals, the deal we just had and the one we have getting ready to close, neither of those would have come about if we weren't following up daily. That's a huge one for for getting started and Perfect. really getting in touch with your, with your cash buyers and getting to know them and staying in touch with them as well. I love it. I love it. Such good wisdom, such good knowledge. And these are gold nuggets. So I want to thank you guys so much for being on this podcast. We, I, I've been looking at this on my calendar for the last couple of days and couldn't wait for this to happen. And uh, you guys have done an amazing job sharing exactly what has taken place over the last few months in your lives. And there's going to be a lot of people motivated, inspired by what you just did. So thank you so much for joining us and sharing your talents with us and sharing your, your wisdom and, and what has taken place for the last few months. Hey, thanks thank so you. much. Yeah. Likewise, it's been, uh, been our pleasure. Every time we get to talk to you guys, it's always something where, uh, we're learning and, um, really, really thankful for, uh, for your expertise. Well, you're very, very welcome. You guys, Rhino Nation, this has been an amazing podcast where you've listened to Brian and Misty share how just in a short time, less than a year, they've been able to do a $27,000 deal and then two other deals that added up to be $14,000. So what, 51000 is that 41000 in just deals that they've done this year? That is huge. That's amazing. You guys can do this too. You can do it. Hopefully there has been something that you've been able to write down, some kind of a tip, trick, or gold nugget that you've been able to jot down because I want you guys to know that you're listening on this podcast today. This podcast will not help you unless you take action. You might feel inspired. You might feel motivated to just think, oh, this is great. But if you don't take action on what you just listened to today, you will be no closer than you were yesterday or the day before. So make sure from listening to this podcast that you take down at least one gold nugget, act upon it. It's the action that gets you one step closer to your first deal or your next deal. And as you do so, you're going to see the results come from action. Always take action. We have a saying that we say, take massive, imperfect action. It's not going to be perfect. So don't sit there and make a plan for a perfect plan because it doesn't exist. Now, one thing that I do want to mention to each one of you listening 
We are going to have a live event in October. It's going to be in Asheville, North Carolina, and we're going to be there October 15th, 16th, and 17th at the Omni, and it is going to be an amazing event where you can be firsthand, real-time with us, face-to-face. It's not going to be us hidden behind stage and only come out when we're supposed to talk. No, we sit among the crowd, and we are with you guys throughout this whole event And some of the best in this country are going to be speaking at that event as well. So if you haven't heard much about it, go over to WholesalingSummit2018.com where you can learn who is going to be speaking at that event and also how you can save and lock your seat right now. These events sell out every single time and we are more than 50% booked at this moment. So as you're listening to this podcast, if you're thinking about how to take your wholesaling game to the next level, come learn from the best on that stage. They will be presenting and it's not going to just be full like just fluff and BS. We do not want that. We want to deliver results and value. So go over to WholesalingSummit2018.com, book your ticket, and we'll see you guys at that event. God bless. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.